If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at CottageBlogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Well, hello once again. This is Heather Bayer, and this is Vacation Rental Success, episode 61. And we're just going to jump straight in today to our new monthly mashup. And I am delighted to have with me, as we promised last month, the marketing maestro, Matt Landau. How's it going, Matt? Wonderful, Heather. It's always a pleasure with the famous, can I call you the podcast queen? You can call me anything, providing it's polite and it doesn't have grandmother in it. I'm going to call you the podcast queen. It's a pleasure <laughs> to be on here with the podcast queen. Well, it's always a delight to have you with me. And we've got, um, we've got a ton of stuff we, we're going to talk about, although we haven't really planned a great deal. So, I mean, I think that's going to be the nature of these discussions is that it's just going to take its flow and, um, and we shall see what happens. So, so just briefly, what's happening in your world my world has been very busy of late. Uh, we just graduated a new class from our gang reintegration program, which is very exciting. We've had the help of a team from MIT that's been helping us kind of define the model that we've slowly and organically been developing. So entirely outside of vacation rentals, that's kept me plenty busy. Um, inside the forum, we've got the vacation rental marketing makeover getting started. I know you wanted to talk about that a little bit. And outside of that, I'm still trying to surf. I still haven't really caught a wave yet. I've been out, I would say, a total of about 15 hours on the ocean, and I still haven't really got the knack of it. So I'm still, <laughs> still you, looking for that. You ought to come up here, you know, they do ice surfing, or they do, well, they, they call it winter surfing because when, and this is on Lake Ontario, can you imagine that? But uh, when, there, there are times when they do have some waves coming in on the shore of the city of Toronto. And people surf them in midwinter. Wow. I was going to say, to me, ice surfing sounds like sledding. But no, it's, no, actually, this is just, it's actually moving water. It is moving water. It's just they call it ice surfing because it's so darn cold. I think that will be my, um, my second phase of surf, learning how to surf. I'm going to focus on warm Caribbean water first. Yes, and talking of warm Caribbean water, uh, as, this, as this podcast episode is being broadcast... I will be sitting on a patio uh, overlooking the Caribbean in great exuma. And I would say I'm jealous, but I live here in the tropics <laughs> year round, so I'm kind of enjoying that right now. <laughs> but this is so special to us. It's our, you know, just the two weeks every year. But this year I'm going, I'm, I've, I've got a, an appointment set up with a realtor, we're going to see half a dozen properties, and I, I'm not sure with the exchange rate at the moment, which is just dire, whether we will come away from this trip with, uh, with a new property. But it's, it's going to happen very soon, and, and quite honestly, the exchange rate goes up and down anyway. It's, it's just one of those things. I just have to adjust the budget. But we, we really are moving on this fairly rapidly. And, um, yeah, so... That's, that's what I am doing while you're listening to this podcast, if you listen to it on the day it's broadcast. I love it. It'll be great to have you a little bit closer closer down here, Heather. Maybe we could have some kind of meetup. 
I think we should. And I have been, you know, Panama is not out of the out of the um, mix at the moment. We're looking at Exuma this time, and then we're going to come back and go to Turks and Caicos. And we we sort of tossed around with Belize, but thinking maybe not. Uh, and I know that Panama have a great retirement program, so that is definitely something that could be could be in in the mix. So. Yeah, watch this space. And I'm going to document every single part of the process because there's so many. You know, this boomer generation now is is out there hungry, particularly in Canada. We're hungry for sunshine. Yeah, I hear you. And there are, there's actually a lot of – there's more and more direct flights coming down to Central South America and the Caribbean as well out of Canada. So I've been seeing more and more Canadians down in Panama as well. Yeah, I can't believe how, how quick it is to get to places now. You know, it's, it, it, it almost takes me longer to get to Toronto Airport than it gets takes to get from Toronto to Nassau. Um, so, yeah, that, so, so, so that's, that's what I have been doing. I've also just released our real estate training course or, or really just, just kicked off our new website, which is realforvr.com. So that's pretty exciting, too. I'm going to jump on over to that as soon as we get off this call because I know you mentioned to that that to me a couple of weeks ago and I definitely want to take that course. It's uh, it's going to be magic. Um, what's another word for it? Spectacular. I'm <laughs> I'm a little biased, of course. I've just spent the last three months <laughs> doing nothing but so so I just think what well, is it? It's, it's interesting. I was asking a uh, a Florida realtor recently. I, I saw some pictures of a wonderful property down in a part of Florida I'd never heard of and I thought well this looks good I wonder what the rentals are like down there because obviously I'm I'm buying for retirement but you know me I'm probably not going to retire for another 20 years so I've got to make this property work for me in the meantime and you know I know the answers to most questions but I don't know the answers to the questions on you know what what is the location? What's the inbound tourism statistics? How many people are coming? How long are they staying? What seasons are they coming? Are there any restrictions? So I I sent a realtor because she sent me all these wonderful pictures of properties, and I sent her a list of my questions, and she came back with a two liner response that says, "Oh yes, there's lots of rentals down here." <laughs> and you know I thought, what 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 I do with with podcasting and with blogging. People actually listen to me, I think. And, you know, I, if, if I had, if, if she'd been up front with the answers to those questions and I'd gone down there and bought a property, the reach of that would have been massive for her. But, uh, but she blew it. But it, but, uh, you Heather, know, that, brings, that brings up an interesting subject. I, I'm curious for your opinion on this. We all have guests who ask questions at the beginning before they book. And then we have some guests who ask a lot of questions. And then there's some guests who are asking for like a full, you know, essay. And I'm not suggesting that's what you were asking of her. But at what point do you draw the line between, uh, you know, just being helpful and, you know, going out of your way and doing research and, and writing really elaborate responses to questions? What do you do with your rentals? Oh, we have. We've, we've got frequently asked questions. So every time, every single question that's ever been asked is, is documented. And sometimes we yeah. get some really weird ones. We had one this week, you know, can I bring a parrot? Um, so <laughs> a parrot, a parrot, or a parent? A parrot, a oh, okay. African grey parrot. <laughs> I thought it was maybe someone asking if they could bring their parent. <laughs> well, we have that too, but, but no. Somebody asked if they could, you know, 
when you say when and the question was when you say pet pet friendly does it mean just dogs or can i bring my parrot my gerbil my goldfish and we've had all of these so so we've we've we just created this lengthy frequently asked questions document that uh, that we put on the website and when you answer a question you just add it to the to the database huh yeah absolutely and that's smart and you know everybody gets a copy of this this question list anyway and and we all know that when people are out there searching for, for rentals, they, they have this long list of questions and they're just going to cut and paste, cut and paste, cut and paste, or copy and paste into every inquiry they send. So you can sometimes look at these and think, well, that's not relevant. They haven't looked. Everything's here. Why don't they look? Well, of course they don't because they don't have the time. They want, yep. they want you, the owner, to be responding. But... Um, and and I you know I'm I'm guilty of at times just throwing my hands up and saying you know I'm not sure I really want this one anyway. Yeah, I uh, hear you, but I, but I like that. That's a that's a way to to um, get a, get some legs out of uh, a response to any particular question. So when you do answer the parrot question, it goes into your database, and in case anyone in the future asks about a parrot, you can fire it over. I like that. Well, that's it, and you can go. You don't have to. I mean, we always we we send when people. Um, when they book, we usually send them the frequently asked questions list. So they, they, if they've got the questions, they've got it to hand. But if they're asking a specific question, because it's on a database, it's very easy to go in, just cut, copy and paste that particular um, line or that particular paragraph. And we just say, how great you asked this question. <laughs> you know, th this is from our frequently asked questions list. Other people have asked this too. And that's a great segue not to throw your entire podcast uh, schedule off base, but that's a great segue into how to build a, a, a great blog is address those top 15 or 20 most frequently asked questions. And then for each, for each question, do an elaborate response in the form of a blog post. And then boom, you've already got 20 blog posts that are highly relevant to guests who are considering your area. Oh, absolutely, and uh, and that that's that. Yeah, that's the answer to the question to those people who say I haven't got a clue what to blog about. What should what should I write about? Every time you get a question from a from a a guest, it's a title for your blog post. Yeah, and I actually shared a tool recently. It's called the Portent Content Idea Generator. It's this little tool. It's free. You type in a subject, for instance, parrots, and it will shoot out. An intriguing and in a lot of cases bizarre and totally unrelated blog title. And you just keep hitting refresh, refresh, refresh until you find a title that you can sort of correspond to that frequently asked question that sounds intriguing and, and um, sort of attractive enough for someone to click on it. And then boom, you've got the answer to your question in the body of the blog post. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's uh, you ever use that tool? I have not used that tool. So uh, you know, after we get off this uh, call, I'm straight on that. And of course, it'll go into the uh, into the show notes. Um, so there was another tool that you mentioned recently. Uh, now you mentioned so many, and it's totally gone out of my mind. So I can't give you any more clues than that. But it, <laughs> <laughs> I think it had to do. I know what it was. It had to do with titles and spam, and. Was that you? Was that you who um, who posted something about? I linked to a, I linked to a post that featured a bunch of words that you should not be using in your email subjects to avoid getting tagged into the spam folder. Ah, uh, that must have been it. That must have been it because I I went to that and I thought, 
my goodness, yes. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of words in that uh, in that link. To uh, yeah, there's a lot of avoid. words that you should just kind of yeah, you should be aware of them. Um, but also that that same thread, uh, an owner was asking why her emails weren't getting opened by guests. She is using a tool called Yesware, um, y e s w a r e dot com, which allows owners and managers to see when a guest has opened and clicked an email, uh, which is a very, very useful tool. It's free. Um, so she was seeing that her guests were not even opening the email and she was concerned that they were going directly to the spam folder. But I also thought it was relevant for her and for others who are doing newsletters, who are blasting out 500, 1,000, 5,000 emails at once to realize that industry standards in email deliverability may not be what you think. And in fact, when only 30% of your recipients who have actively signed up to receive your newsletter are opening it, while that might seem a little bit depressing, why aren't 70% of those people opening it? That's actually incredibly high on an industry standard base. Mm -hmm. So being aware of those numbers, it can be a little bit debilitating realizing that only three out of 10 people are actually going to open your newsletter. Um, But that's just the way it goes. You just have to deal with it. Well, yes. And that that sort of takes you on to to Facebook and and the fact that you can so much of what you post on Facebook is not actually going to be seen by the people you think it's going to be seen by. Yeah. So, but we're not going to be going into Facebook now. We, um, we were talking before we, we, we hit the record button about um, some, of, some of the owners that are out there really, really rocking it in this industry. And they're, they're sort of mopping up absolutely everything that, that is out there in the, in the training and in the forums and and I've got a couple that I want to highlight. What about you? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm fascinated by some owners on a daily basis. So I'll definitely pick out one or two people who are especially all-stars this week. Well, I want to, first of all, just highlight um, Thibaut Masson. And if anybody's out there on Twitter, you've probably come across Thibaut. He's also been on the podcast about a year ago, I think. Um, so I'll put a link to that episode as well. But uh, Thibaut has properties in, um, this this is just wonderful. He's got property in Bali and he's got properties in St. Bart's in the Caribbean. Now, how wonderful is that? That is, that makes me very jealous. <laughs> yes, he's he commutes from one to the other. I think he's just bought, he's recently bought a new property in St. Bart's. Now, I I just, my, my last podcast was with Lou Bortone who is um, a video uh, production expert. And at the end of that podcast, I issued a challenge to listeners to create a short video, like uh, like Evelyn uh, Gallardo has done for her uh, Discovery Beach House in, um, in um, Costa Rica. And this morning, I got a tweet from Thibaut with a copy of, uh, t- with, with his video, um, to which he said, it's awful and it makes my nose look big. But in fact, <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to again put a link to that because it's, it really is for a first effort. It's an amazingly good video. And what he's done is just picked up on a couple of, th- um, he's taken it from the sort of Evelyn Gallardo, uh, Lou Bortone school of, um, school of video, which is three things that people should know about Bali. So he's touched on, um, you know, um, is it safe to drive? Uh, can you swim and what it's like in the rainy season. 
And now I went back with a couple of suggestions and said, perhaps, you know, those are three fantastic topics. Um, perhaps break them down into three separate videos because that's going to have much better SEO juice. Um, the other thing that Tebow's doing is using lead pages. And he's got, um, I'm not quite sure how he's doing it and how he's got it set up. But again, I saw another tweet from Tebow um, talking about lead pages. And he's got that set up on his site for a last minute Valentine's Day vacancy he's got. So he's got a countdown timer. And if if you click on that, it takes you to, it, it, it's a, it's a, a, what do you call it? Not lead pages. It's a lead, lead box. Takes you to a lead box that you can fill in to actually book. Love that. I, I had some great experiences with lead pages. I ultimately um, ended up ending my membership with them in favor of a system called um, Thrive Themes, which has basically a lead pages equivalent built in. But if I wasn't using Thrive, I would highly recommend lead pages. It's so easy for someone who doesn't want to hire an, uh, an external programmer or have to fidget with, you know, all kinds of code, which none of us know how to do. Um, lead pages makes all that so easy. Highly recommended. Yeah, and they, it, it actually comes with, I mean, the tutorials and the webinars that, uh, that lead pages push out every single week are just fantastic. And, yeah, and those just, guys are smart. Yeah, um, and Tim Page, who is from Lead Pages, he's the guy who actually does the, uh, the intro and outro to this podcast. And his last name is Page? P-A-I-G-E, Tim Page. Oh, yeah. convenient. <laughs> and, and Bob Jenkins, who's now uh, works, or works for Lead Pages, sort of doing a lot of the education stuff. Um, I, I know Bob because I was on a coaching program with him uh, last year. And, uh, and he is an absolutely great guy. He's been, he's been around a long time, known as Bob the Teacher from bobtheteacher.com. Hmm. Uh, but he's, he's now working full-time for Lead Pages, I believe. So, uh -huh. so hats off to Tebow for, A, using the video and actually getting out there and doing it. So I expect to see his YouTube channel up and running with a lot more stuff on Bali and, of course, St. Bart's. And I'm, you know, I'm going to be pushing him to start a podcast. So I'm going to come back to another one of my, um, my uh, featured owners in a sec. Um, I'm over to you now. Okay, so I want to feature a, a member of the Inner Circle who is consistently blowing me away with also, a perfect segue, his use of video. Um, I only started getting into video about six months ago, um, but this owner has been using it for about a year, I believe, and he practices what is kind of known in the industry as the digital handshake. It's basically a short video um, of yourself that's taken using an inexpensive webcam and a cheap uh, digital microphone, sending a brief thank you video to the client after they have inquired. And this is a technique that I picked up having not seen this particular owner doing his thing. But now that I'm trying to do it myself, I am really, really impressed with how well this owner is executing it. His name is Philippe Alexis, and he's from France, and he has vacation rentals in Marrakesh. Um, and his website, if I'm not mistaken, is location-marrakesh.info. And the coolest thing about what Philippe is doing, in my opinion, is that he's taking a weakness that he self-admittedly has, and that is writing in English. 
And he's using video along with his personality just to convey this amazingly sort of customized um, interaction with the guest. And I've shared a couple of his videos on my blog. You can't stop watching these videos. He's this big sort of husky guy sitting in the living room of his vacation rental thanking you for inquiring and saying that he will be on site in case you need anything. It's almost impossible for someone not to want to respond to that. And Philippe has been having tremendous uh, success with that technique. So I think he's a wonderful example to others who are thinking about implementing video, which we all know is kind of the wave of the future, not just in highly, you know, polished videos of the area and of the vacation rental, but in this digital handshake technique of saying, dear Heather, thank you so much for inquiring about my rental. I wanted to answer your questions on video just to give you a little bit of an idea of who we are and why we love this location so much. And if you watch the videos, you, you get it right away. It's just fascinating. And all of his recipients say, wow, I've never received video before. So his ability to sort of convert a, a lukewarm inquiry into a red-hot booking is really, really impressive. So kudos on my behalf to Philippe Alexis. I've seen those videos and I think they're fantastic. And They're so good. Just taking it to, you know, I'm turning this, this around a bit because having seen his videos and, you know, reading more about the digital handshake, as a vacation rental manager, one of our huge issues is with um, acquiring new owners. And it really is tough to, you know, when you get an inquiry from a new owner, you know that they're they're going around the houses. They're asking all the other agencies for exactly the same thing. And quite honestly, we all do the same thing. There, There isn't, you know, what we have to get across to them is you want to work with us because we're just great to work with. You know, we have we have all the same systems that everybody else does. We're going to screen guests and make sure we match the right people to the property. We all say the same thing, but we have to find something. We've got to find that unique selling point. And so having watched these videos and thought about the digital handshake, this is what we're going to do as a vacation rental management company to when we respond to owners who are asking for our services. In thinking about it, it really, it, it makes sense for almost any kind of business that you're selling yourself. Um, but vacation rentals are such a perfect niche for it, I think, because one, our industry is so new. And two, our industry has kind of been plagued with some less than savory dra drama, you know, of scams and of, of people faking um, listings and that kind of stuff. The moment you're able to put yourself in front of a camera, whether you're like Tebow and you think your nose is too big or not, Everyone has that kind of anxiety when they put themselves on camera the first time. I still think I look like an idiot. Um, but once you get over that first hurdle of anxiety and you start seeing the results of putting a name with the face, of showing that you are the real caring, warm, informative host that you say, you know, you say, you say, you say yourself to be, um, the conversions skyrocket. I can't say any one tool has improved my engagement with guests as much as video and the digital handshake. Yeah, I absolutely love that idea. Where, where can people find more ab about this? I mean, they can obviously go and, and check out how to make a video, but is there something they can read about specifically about the digital handshake? 
Yeah, I think if they Google the digital handshake, it's a it's a coin. It's a term that's been coined by this guy who I've become friends with now, uh, Will Franco, who has a company called Jive Systems. And he invented the term many, many years ago before any of us were ever using video. And he uses it for sales in general. He teaches people of all you know, sales backgrounds how to use video and this little technique to increase engagement. Um, but I'm sure we can find the link and post to it below. Sure. And maybe I should uh, get in touch with Will and get him on the show too. Yeah, he's from England. He's, he's got a wonderful accent just like you. Yes, we, do you know, somebody said to me the other day, and I think it was a friend in England, she said, I can't believe how much you've lost that accent. You sound so Canadian. <laughs> I thought, no, 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 you've got to ask the Canadians. They, they do not think yeah. I sound Canadian. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's great. And I think this is something we should do um, every month is just to, to focus on a couple of these owners because uh, they really deserve to have their names out there and uh, and and to be featured let's uh, let's let's just move on and talk about um some new stuff that's coming out of you know resources things that perhaps um, people might uh, might want to take a look at what have you got matt okay so on my little notepad here i've been looking at a website called rentingyourplace.com i don't have anything to do with this company i don't even really know who's behind it um, but as you know, I'm big into data. I'm big into analytics. And because the vacation rental industry is so green, there's very little data to go on. Um, so what this company has decided to do, and again, I can't vouch for the um, authenticity of the data just yet. Um, what they've managed to do is compile an amazing amount of Airbnb data from uh, how much, how many listings are in a location, occupancy rates, how, many, how much people are charging on a nightly basis, that kind of thing. It allows you to search any destination, I believe currently within the United States, and see for free like this mass amount of um, in intelligence that will allow you to kind of price uh, your vacation rental in that particular city or state accordingly. And that's a tool and that's a, a perspective that has never really been available to vacation rental owners to date. The only kind of data that exists is kept very tightly um, preserved by the bigger companies. So as far as I can tell, this is the first of its kind to start making this kind of information available. Um, and on, on my side, I now have enough of a, of a traffic flow that I'm also going to start doing some more robust studies in the vacation rental niche and really addressing uh, from a statistical standpoint, what are the best practices? Uh, the, the thing that's closest on my radar is traveler tendencies when booking. We know that there's a lot of information out there about how travelers book hotels. Uh, but in the vacation rental niche, there's, there's very little information to go by. We don't know how many properties they're inquiring about. We don't know what are the um, characteristics of uh, an owner's correspondence that lends itself towards a conversion. We don't know any of that stuff yet. So I've kind of, um, I guess you could say, taken a page out of this data handbook and decided to focus on that kind of uh, market research moving forward in the next couple months. That's, that's fascinating. I've just been on to uh, renting your place. And, and it's interesting because in this course I've been doing for, for realtors, one of the uh, one of the things that we, we say to them is that you really need to go out and do the research on rates 
in the area so that when a buyer comes along and their first question is, what will this rent for? They've got a really good um, answer for them. However, I've before I saw this, I was saying, you know, the only way to really do this is to trawl through HomeAway, VRBO, <laughs> and, um, and, and just come up with your own database. And this is... Um, I've got to go back and write this, rewrite this section now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, well, this is this is what's happening in the marketplace, though, isn't it? It's just you know the moment it, it, every day there's something new. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, I think a lot of us were in the dark for far too long, and there's now enough tools, enough enough services, and enough smart people working on this industry that this kind of stuff is going to become increasingly available. Yes, which takes me actually to um, to the resource that I wanted to share, which is called Guesty.com. And once again, just like you, I have, I've got no experience of it whatsoever. Um, I just know it's out there. I really love the commercials. and They're, they're very, very professionally done. Um, obviously, that doesn't, um, that doesn't necessarily mean that the product is going to match up to the quality of the commercial. However, um, this, this came to me because I came across a blog called affordanything.com, which is written by a journalist called Paula Plant. And uh, she she is in her 30s, early 30s, and she buys properties and she rents them out. And what she does, it's, it's funding her, what she calls her location independent lifestyle, which is what a lot of millennials are, are trying to do now. And she did an eight month experiment with one of the properties she owns in Atlanta and turned it from a residential rental at $1,100 a month into a vacation rental for $700 a week. So she did this this, um, this experiment for eight months. And what she found in the end was that it's tough to be location independent if you want to, um, to really make the money on this because you've got to be there and and do it for yourself because the property management costs are so high and she mentioned guesty.com so that was a long way around of getting to guesty.com but that's where i i he- first heard about it but uh, as an aside it's really worthwhile going to look at affordanything.com and check out the uh, her, her eight month experiment you know particularly for those who are in urban areas and are thinking about investing and doing vacation rental as opposed to residential. Um, so Guesty.com, it says it's an Airbnb management service. So regardless of where you are and and like um, your um, rentyourplace.com, is it renting, rent or renting? Rentingyourplace.com. Renting. Rentingyourplace.com. It's, uh, it's focused in, in the US uh, at the moment. And it was started in... Sort of June 2014, um, and they got a lot of seed. They got a, a good amount of seed funding, and what it says um, on this, well, or what they do is they help screen, pre-screen Airbnb guests per a customer's requirements. They work with transportation providers to get the guests from the airport to the apartment, schedule key drops, hire house cleaning as opposed to owners having to do it themselves, and they contract with other vendors to resolve various issues and maintenance problems. Founder says one way to think about this is that Airbnb is creating the largest hotel in the world and Guesty is creating a standard of service for that hotel, which which sounds amazing. However, you know, I, 
I don't know. I'd really love to hear from somebody who has used Guesty and if it if it really does what it says on the tin, because I know from my own experience of of talking to people in urban areas who are renting out their properties as vacation rentals that finding anybody reliable to do house cleaning and maintenance is a huge challenge. So I don't know what um, have you come across this one at all, um, Matt. Uh, uh, only when you mention it. And it, to me, it strikes me uh, as being similar to a, a, a company that I've been referring clients to qu- for quite a while now, which is called Evolve, uh, mm-hmm. who handles all guest communications. They do all the marketing for you. And like your friend who's managed to get to convert the property into a weekly vacation rental, um, a lot of people see the vacation rental industry and they get you know dollar signs in their eyes. But they don't realize that there's actually a lot of marketing and, and, and organizational work that needs to go into running this like a business. So what Evolve does is basically they do all that for you. So right off the top, it strikes me as something similar to Evolve. Um, but what I can say is several years ago, I had the opportunity to talk with arguably the most visible um, individual in the vacation rental industry. And I asked, what he saw coming in the next couple of years. And he said very definitively, ancillary companies that are feeding into the larger movement as a whole. So that would be, you know, all kinds of guest services, all kinds of marketing services, tools like Guesty. These all fit perfectly into that sort of bucket that he so accurately predicted. And I just see more of them coming up uh, as we go because I think the industry is still so young um, it has so far to go. Yeah, I think I come at some of these with a bit of a jaded uh, outlook because I've been in the industry a long time and un- understand, you know, like you do, understand the challenges that that owners have and that definitely some of these companies are going to experience along the way. But uh, but it, I just think it's great. There's something new just about every week and, and the funding is coming to them. They're, you know, they're all seem to be getting substantial, significant amounts of seed funding. And so there's investors out there that really do see the incredible growth in this market. Yeah. I mean, I think we all, everyone who's in the industry knows that the, the very core of all of this is an amazing product. It's an it's a alternative to the hotel that's less expensive, that's more private, and that can accommodate larger groups. That's the core, and from the, the legal trouble that the industry is experiencing in some municipalities to the, the scams and all that kind of stuff, all that stuff will eventually pass. There's no stopping this industry. So if you're thinking about getting involved, now would be the time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a limb and say five or ten years from now, everyone who did not get involved now is going to regret it. I, I so agree with you. I, I will probably actually be retired then. I can sit back and just watch it at that point. Um, that's, that is a, a good segue really into you know, thinking about how the industry is growing and how competitive it is going to be to, to talk about how owners can increase their visibility, how they need to make their websites even better. And so we just turn it over now just to talk about uh, the new marketing makeover who the willing victims are this time and, um, and where you are in the process. I like that. The winning victims. 
<laughs> That's like an oxymoron. Okay, so the winning victims um, are Alana Schroeder, who some of you may recognize from the distinguished guests. She has a startup company that supplies vacation rentals with linens and soaps and bathrobes and that kind of stuff. Um, she has a vacation rental in Kauai, in Princeville, Kauai, and she doesn't have a website for it. And she was the winner of uh, the makeover contest alongside of Holly Webb, who has a vacation rental in Yosemite National Park. So both of these lovely ladies are very progressive minded. They're very motivated to improve their vacation rentals. They already operate a tip top business um, on the operations side. If you read their reviews from guests, they get nothing but fabulous feedback. But what they're lacking and what I think a lot of owners and managers can benefit from is this development of a website. It was by far the most, um, the most popular post of the, the last makeover with Amy Fermani. So I decided to theme this makeover, okay, I have a website, now what? Once you've got a website, does that mean you're going to get inquiries uh, up the wazoo? Of course not. There's a lot of work and maintenance that goes into this investment. Um, the good news is that every bit of time and money that you spend on your website is contributing towards the larger asset when compared to you know, a listing on VRBO. If you spend your time perfecting it and responding to your inquiries, once the year is up, you've got to renew your membership for another 1200 bucks. So that's the upside of, of focusing on investing in a website. And where we are at right now is getting ready for the official um, first session. I just published um, a little bit of a summary about what to expect. So in this particular uh, session, we reveal that there's two wonderful website development platforms that are designed specifically for vacation rental owners that we're going to be utilizing. So one of those is MyVR, and John Murray, who's the CEO of MyVR, is a great friend. I've met him many years ago, and we've ever since been trading advice and tips and ideas um, on a regular basis. The other platform is Web Chalet, and I'm sure most of your listeners have heard of both of these platforms because they're pretty much the best at what they do in the entire industry. Um, so what's neat about this makeover is that we have dueling owners. We have owners that are doing their website makeovers at exactly the same time, not on a competitive level, but just will help sort of to diversify for owners and managers who are following along some opportunities, something that might click with Holly's, might not necessarily click with Ilana's. And it's just going to, I think, make for a better all-around process. And what we're at right now, and kind of referring back to a comment that we touched on earlier in this conversation is getting started with blog topics. And I asked both Holly and Alana to come up with a number of frequently asked questions about their region. So that's Kauai, Hawaii, and Yosemite National Park that guests always ask. And then to come up with a catchy title that can then lead into a short blog post answering that question. So off the top of my head, one of Holly's questions was, um, what hikes do you recommend around Yosemite National Park? So Holly's blog title could be something like, the three most spectacular hikes in Yosemite National Park that you've never heard of. That's an intriguing blog post. That's an intriguing title. And then Holly's just going to go ahead and spend a couple minutes writing a paragraph or two answering that question. 
And that's going to go into her blog as a bit of content. So kind of the way that you do it, your database of frequently asked questions that you can then just fire over to a guest when they ask the question, boom, you've got the question elaborately answered in a concise and direct blog post form. So that's where we're at right now. We're getting ready to do the big reveal where we'll be showing the handiwork that John from MyVR and Sarah Brubaker, who owns Web Chalet, we're going to be doing a reveal showing what those websites look like. And I'm suggesting that whoever wants to follow along, go ahead and launch their own website now so that they can kind of literally almost as if you're watching a cooking show in your kitchen and doing the steps as you go along, you can actually implement the tips as they're happening in front of you. Um, so I'm super excited about it. I think Holly and Alana are great ambassadors for the industry as a whole. They're both super excited. They're both, they both are very level-headed when it comes to guest, um, guest interaction. So I have no doubt that they're both going to be a massive success. And, and the next couple months are going to be all about establishing that website online, making sure it has the right components, making sure that the traffic that comes to it um, knows what to do. They know what kind of product is being offered. They know how to reach out and inquire. They know how to go ahead and get you know, the information on the best hikes of Yosemite National Park. And then how to build traffic to that website once it's optimized. So that's another big sort of mystery that most people have trouble figuring out that I'm going to start walking people through the process of building backlinks, the process of creating more original content, and ultimately the process of nurturing this wonderful database of travelers who are interested in your rental in one way or another through the use of regular engaging newsletters. And that's another gigantic subject that I believe to be pound for pound the most valuable investment that you can be making because it's so inexpensive to simply be blasting out a newsletter once a month, yet it keeps your rental in the front of mind of guests who have stayed there before and guests who may be inquired and who are thinking about staying there sometime in the future. So those are kind of the pillars of where I see the makeover going in the next couple months. But again, this is a new project for me, and who knows, we're going to be taking some interesting turns and uncovering some nuggets of information that I didn't even expect. Well, I think it's going to be spectacular. I love the fact that you have two, uh, two owners taking part in this one. Um, it's, uh, it, it was a surprise. I think it was a surprise to everybody when, when you announced there were two. It must have been a really tough decision to make, though, even with, with, with bringing on two of them. Yeah, but you know how I made it? Go. <laughs> For Holly, I, Holly just it really, really blew me away. The question was, provide us with, uh, and this is the comment section of the contest, provide us with a tip that you have learned on this blog that has immediately uh, resulted in bookings. And everyone submitted wonderful tips, and I knew it was going to be very difficult to differentiate a winner. So I started looking for intangibles, something that some particular owner or manager was doing that no one else was doing. And Holly, without being asked, totally unsolicited, took it upon herself to read comments in that very thread and go ahead, find her way over to the person's website or listing page and give advice, totally unsolicited, to the owner or manager about how they could improve their uh, their vacation rental business. That was a little bit of generosity that I think went a very long way. And as you know, I'm really big on helping as opposed to selling. And Holly, whether she did it intentionally or not, really sort of captured me there. 
And in the same breath, Alana is someone who has constantly uh, emailed me on a regular basis asking how she can help my blog. And very rarely did I have an answer to that question. But it really set her apart from the many emails I get every week of people asking questions. And of course, I'm happy to answer all of them. Um, but very rarely do you receive an email, and I'm guessing, Heather, you can attest to this, asking how they can help us, how they can help our blog, how they can help our vacation rental business. And it's not because I wanted to utilize her help necessarily, but I just thought the gesture was something that sort of went above and beyond and really set her apart. So I guess you could say selecting Alana was a little bit of a, a payback for that generosity. Well, they're, they're definitely both such deserving um, I don't know, it's not victims, not at all. <laughs> They're definitely really deserving makeover recipients. There we go. Yeah. Well, talking about there you go, I think we've, um, I, th I think this conversation and I, you know, I'll throw it o over to our listeners to see what, uh, what everybody out there actually thinks of, uh, of what we're doing here on this, this sort of mashup because uh, I've really enjoyed it. We've covered a ton of stuff in a relatively short space of time, I've learned from you, from, um, from from our discussion this morning, I've got a ton of notes. And I, th I think the show notes on this podcast are probably going to be the longest with all the links <laughs> that we've ever done. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I think, I think what's great about this podcast, Heather, is that you and I ha are basically like a lot of the owners or managers who are listening to it. We kind of have tried to figure everything out ourselves. We're not, we're not trained professionals. So uh, uh, discovering new tools and figuring out new tricks, that's just kind of part of what we do. So I think it's very natural simply to be sharing what we find with, with others who are in the same position. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, that's what's something I think we should continue to do is just, you know, be seeking out the may, maybe the, the, the out there, but also the, some of the obscure resources that are out there for, for people to try. So, Matt, thank you. Uh, thank you for being with me. This is, um, you know, I'm thinking that this is going to be a really popular episode. Um, the last one we did um, broke the broke a few records, too. Well, you are the podcast queen. <laughs> I just follow your lead. <laughs> well, we shall take it on. I, sh I, sh I, I am currently actually while i'm recording this i'm sitting here looking out at the snow but while you're list well, while while you're listening to this i'm actually in the sunshine of the bahamas and i'll be thinking about what matt and i will be bringing to you next time so once again matt thanks a lot and um and we shall be talking again next month my pleasure have a nice trip oh, yes <laughs> bye bye heather this episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business.